up, but we have this record button. So, Dan, do what you got to do, my guy. Okay, we'll try this again. Welcome to another very special episode of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds. Yay. Today we've got two brand new guests joining us, and we've got two very special, <laughs> very special returning guests. One of them is the executive producer of this podcast. For those of you who grew up in the 80s or 90s, you may remember him as Sam McKinney, Different Strokes, Salute Your Shorts as the great Bobby Budnick. Tiny Tune Adventures. Hey, that buddy, hey, buddy from Terminator 2 that kept with 10 toes down when T1000 was asking about his nigga John. Facts. Facts. Gangsta shit. Yeah, exactly. He's, a, he's the one who saved John Connor from termination. Yep. Facts. And Facts. saved him from his foster parents who were kind, kind of dicks. I still love that scene. She's not my mom, Todd. And also returning for another episode. I'm not gonna lie. Back in the '90s, I used to wish I could grow a mullet. I thought they, they thought they were so badass. Like I wanted to have like the dread version of a mullet. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like you know what I'm saying. Have like the kind of short hair, like flat, flat top here, but with dreads coming out the back. I thought. I was, I was crazy. That's, that. that's, a, that's a look. That's a look I haven't seen before. Yeah. We've also got returning with us. Speaking of salute your shorts, is the awful waffle kid awful himself. Waffle. Waffle. Awful, 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 waffle. <laughs> so Henry, we've got you on the line, right? Yep, I'm. I'm here, and I love being a part of this. We love having you, um, but don't act a fool or we'll have to give you awful waffles. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So whatever that may be. Got, what? I said whatever that may be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I got hot sauce, uh, mustard, uh, ketchup. <laughs> we, we've also got another newcomer joining us. He's a 90s Nickelodeon encyclopedia, just like myself. Let's give a big warm welcome to my man Bryce Lee from Tennessee. What up, Bryce? Yeah. <laughs> so, as we were ta- discussing before, the with all the craziness going on with the coronavirus, just imagine what it would have been like back in our day, the 90s. If we didn't have smartphones, the internet, and all the, and all that shit, what would we be doing? I mean, for me, it would be pretty easy. I would just spend like suns, sunrise to sunset watching nineties Nick all day. Yeah, I mean that's, that's oh, no, that would have been all I want to do. That would not. That would have been all I want to do. And I'm, I mean, uh, I play outside. Know, Video stores would have been closed, so you're not renting movies. Yeah. Streaming service, so you got like basic TV. You know, hopefully you could catch a, uh, you know, a marathon of the real world. Yeah, that too. That too. First off, speaking of MTV, yo, you know MTV would have been all over this and would have had some big ass friggin' like, yeah, man, we're gonna have like 
the the the, 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 the premiums what they're doing now with the with the stay at home concerts and shit and whatever and trying to like you know run a telethon or raise money to help you know fix the virus. But chances are it probably would have still been overseas by the time it got to that. I mean. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, they couldn't have, uh, how do you put a production company together? You know, you can't have that many people together. So, I don't even know that that could have happened unless they were just going to break the rules. There would have been no uh, conference calls. Well, you maybe had some, like, rude calls, maybe. I don't know. It would have been a weird deal. They would have been struggling. That sounds like all the podcasts have a injury. Yeah, and um, at least delivery services still... Um, existed back then, so food getting food wouldn't be that big an issue. But um, yeah, you would never know if any of your friends were all right because you wouldn't be able to see them posting on social media. You'd have to you'd have to make a phone call. Exactly. And that, maybe you might have some people. Yeah. <laughs> And at least then, you know, you know, I'll give it two ninety nine a minute. All right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put this on. I found this meme. I found the meme while I was talking about how we all, buddy, kept the ten toes down. But all right, it was a. I guess it was a cut for. I guess it was from a, a Facebook post where it was like I'm a guy named James uh, Bajakowski. I'm about to put this on the stream so uh, people can see that. Let me. Uh, I think it was game two that had it. All right, that's just all right. So that's just the Xbox there. Don't don't mind that. Uh, so Danny, you said you recently went to a convention where they had a lot of stupid stuff up. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, I keep, uh, like, a handful of those because it's really funny. I mean, it's like, a, you know, maybe a half hour's worth of work for one episode. And uh, it's one of the ones that people come up mostly for. They'll look on IMDb and come up and go, you have stupid kid pictures. And, yeah, I, and I, I ended up getting some just simply because it's one of those ones that they asked about. It's funny. All right, so... Here's a joke I was referring to earlier here, but it shows a picture. It's a scene from you standing in front of Robert Patrick, and I guess it was probably an offset photo because it looks like you're looking directly into the camera for some odd reason. But, uh, all right, but it says, 25 years ago, this heroic ginger didn't flip on his buddy John. If he did, the world as we know it would now be controlled by Skynet. If the T-1000 appeared today, you millennial sad sacks will turn traitor for a free hazelnut macchiato. Think about that as you enjoy your freedom. You owe your life to this ginger from Sherman Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> Ten toes down, baby. <laughs> like, I'm not going to take credit for that joke, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, re I, I remember the day that that sort of, like, came out. Like, I got hit by, by everybody and their mother that was sending me, hey, did you see this? Hey, did you see this? I was like, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, man, that's a... I mean that, that's that's what happens when you you up there, man. You you technically make your you probably have made your mark on history. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, you know what you're gonna do. You gotta make your mark somehow. Yep, man. That, that's dope, man. Yeah, and as I was saying before, um, Stoop Kid almost looked like Budnick, but with a penis nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Right? Yeah, I bet. Stoop Kid probably wouldn't have been affected by the toilet paper shortage because he clearly had no um, bladder or bowels because he never left. <laughs> <laughs> I got the picture of Stoop Kid next to a picture of Danny. What are you guys doing to sort of occupy yourself these days? I've been doing a bunch of coding homework. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone notices on the stream. It's kind of hard to see with uh, the scrolling text there. But, yeah, I do code. I've been uh, I'm taking coding classes and stuff. So, you know, saying that's all. That's, this is what I've been up to in my downtime. Other than that, I've been, like, cutting more videos and all kinds of stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, for me, it, it's been sleeping a lot, eating, and um, pretty much go, hanging out with a friend of mine and watching a movie each night. What about you, Bryce? How have you been uh, occupying your time? Did we lose Bryce again? Uh, we lost Bryce again. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That hurts my soul. Oh, well, I hope the corona didn't take him. Yeah, I think, I think the corona, the corona should <laughs> <laughs> So, Henry, how have you been occupying your time, Henry? Actually, I've been watching different bits on either Netflix or YouTube, and I've been trying to find someone that's actually got the red of doing the show that's got a decent quality of That's, yeah. Um, back then in the 90s, how do you think you would have occupied your time, your all your spare time? Uh, how I spent my spare, if I had to spend my time now compared to the 90s, uh, probably didn't sort of my time. And if I was not on three years old, I would probably be actually going through my family school through them. Because 90 people are a good program or a good channel. Oh, yeah, the 80s and 90s, Nick, can't be beat. Um, and look at the lineup we had, like, Salute Your Shorts, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, um, Roundhouse. It was truly the greatest time to. The greatest time to be a kid back then. And one great, awesome thing about the 80s, particularly like 80s Nickelodeon, is how much some of their shows were able to get away with. Like, you can't do that on television, truly lived up to its name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. They had skits. Yeah, they had skits about shooting kids. Skits about um, kids getting food poisoning. Kids get kids getting abused by the extremely abusive white trash parents. <laughs> and that's our thing with white trash. Yeah. <laughs> They're the worst parents ever. They're <laughs> as they were as bad as Casey Anthony. Oh God! 
Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. We keep them, that's why. All right, all right. So if you had a choice, would you would you take your kid to the Casey Anthony daycare or the Michael Jackson daycare? Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> would you rather take your kid to the Michael Jackson daycare or the uh, Casey Anthony daycare? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I would go I, I'd go with them I'd go with the Michael Jackson because first off like personally I don't think he actually did any of that shit but I'd rather my kid get diddled than fucking die alright that's fucked up either way somebody either way whoever did it I'm killing them so I mean <laughs> either way I'm killing them so I mean it's, it's funny to me but if you hurt my kid any way, shape, or form, you're dead. You're dead. But I'd rather they still live. But it's still Cat 22, but I mean, it is what it is. So, That's yeah. a bad question. Yeah. I just, I just, it was funny. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, I got two words. In the 90s, I got two words for how we would have occupied our time. At least myself. And that's Sega Genesis. I would have been I would have been knee deep in some in, in some Madden as crappy as it was back then compared to now. But uh, I, I would have been that some Mortal Kombat, just Sega Genesis. That's how you would have talked about that. And I personally think that what's it called? Um, it would have been easier for me. I personally enjoy the older systems more because I thought the simplicity in the older systems is a big part of what made them so fun. They didn't worry too much about the graphics back then. No. Yeah. Dude, Mortal Kombat, all right? It's such a huge part of my motherfucking childhood, all right? As them games was coming out, I had a neighbor across the street, and this folks was always getting all the fuck he wanted. So I was kicking with that kid, all right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I had a couple, yeah. I had three different homies that were like that. And I was always hanging out with them, playing these games, getting good and shit. Nowadays, it's like you walk in, you see, you got the machines. You think, yeah, man, don't nobody want none of this fucking smoke. Nobody. <laughs> oh my gosh, I whoop anybody in old school. I, I, was, a, I was a scorpion. I was a scorpion guy myself. That was that yep. was my guy. Same. Yeah, same, same here. Scorpion or Liu Kang was my backup choice. You know who was the best character in OG Mortal Kombat? Now, like, like now, like years later now, since I'm like really good at like. Fighting games and stuff. I understand fighting games better. Sonya Blade was actually the best character in all of Mortal Kombat because there's actually a way that if you go ahead and you catch them like you catch them close enough with the with the, with the leg grab, you could do another leg grab and catch them again, and you just do that till they die. Oh yeah, I, I had I had a friend of mine that he played with Sub Zero, yeah. and if he caught you, if he caught you in the freeze. He just had a combo to, to finish you. Mm. It was done. It was one move. If he caught you in the freeze, you were done. Game over. So he had a free turn or freeze ball into a death touch? Oh, man. I got to find that out. Yeah, it was, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. You got one, it was one. If he got it in, he was going to finish it. Ah, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I was always a bit more of a Street Fighter 2 guy myself. I was obsessed with Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Except it... That was what? Like, that was uh, Super Nintendo. See, I didn't have Super Nintendo. 
I went straight from. Uh, yeah, I went Genesis. I was on Genesis. I had NES. Yeah, I, I had was Genesis. Genesis guy, so I didn't get Street yeah. Fighter really. But yeah, that game. As much as I was obsessed with it, um, that game pretty much brought out Tourette syndrome in me. Anytime I'd lose, I'd be like, "You motherfucker!" At eight years old. My, my, yeah, it's, uh, it was, there were definitely plenty of consoles broken out of frustration. Yeah. Oh, God, I agree with that one. I broke too many consoles. Yeah, I actually, I think I learned every curse word there ever was um, at age five or six from my brother playing Nintendo. I had no idea what he meant every time he kept saying he can't beat the fucking game. And well, those games were those games were designed to like relentlessly beat your ass. Like, mind you, these were based off of arcade games, which are designed to like take your money. And the thing is, one of the things that actually got me to be better at Mortal Kombat, especially when fighting computer, was realizing that you put in your input and the computer is already processing like the counterattack. So you have to fake out the computer. So I would use those same tactics to fake out people and, you know, like actual people when I'm playing them. And then they go for it. They go for a counterattack, miss. And then, you know, then, you know, while they're wide open, mess them up. Like, <laughs> those are the days, boy. <laughs> yeah, I think N64 was the last system I really had. Or no, actually, PS2 was the last system I had after that. I kind of grew out of the game, out of gaming. But, yeah. So, Henry, what are some of the things you've been doing to occupy your time? Like I said, I've been watching YouTube, Netflix. I've been trying to get my friend to give me her Disney Club password, but she won't look at me ever <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus that I like, like Frozen, the Frozen series and all that. I know Frozen 2 just came out on there. So I've been trying to get her to give me her Disney password, but she won't look at me. <laughs> yeah, well, at least with the virus, you don't have to worry about getting an awful waffle. Not unless everyone wears, yeah, not unless they all wear a mask while giving you one. Well, come on, that'll be so much fun. <laughs> okay, okay, Jenny, you want to give me the hot one that you never got to do on the show? Yeah, I know. Yep. With a mask on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Michael Stein, we'll never know what an awful waffle really was. Right? Yeah, we're... You never know what's in the briefcase. Yeah, I know. We're all ready to see what an awful waffle was up close and personal, and then Michael <laughs> ruined it for all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a Nickelodeon show. It's a, it's a kid's television show. There is no money shot. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah, let's not remind Nickelodeon about that one. They could have still shown it with someone else, though. I mean, I think, I think Nickelodeon got a lot more on their hands, you know what I'm saying, to worry about what we're saying. I mean, didn't it come out recently that, like, you know what I'm saying, one of the, like, one of, like, uh, like the old producers on, on, on the live shows turned out to be, like, a fucking pedophile or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, 
So until I y'all put that guy on blast, whatever we say is fair fucking game, all right? <laughs> exactly. Well, and no one can deny the fact that Nickelodeon's a true icon to American television. Um, literally, when anybody thinks of kids shows, they think of either Nickelodeon or Disney and other most other channels are more mixed. Shout out to Buddy that used to host uh, Nickelodeon Guts because I loved him as the, the principal in fucking uh, that show Wayne. Oh yeah, Michael Malley. Yeah. Michael Malley was the shit, and I don't lie. Not only, not only did I want to climb the aggro crack, I had a huge crush on like Mo. Yeah, Mo a quirk. Oh my god! You know we, you know we got the stats here, yo Mo. You know, yeah. oh such and such clocked in with you know two minutes and thirty five seconds. I'm like, damn, bro, you can tell me the time any day. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, were there any um? female Nickelodeon stars back then that you guys had a secret crush on from, like, other shows? You know what? I didn't, I myself, because I was working so much, I didn't really watch a lot, I didn't really watch a lot of TV to know what, what, True. what else was on. True. So, that would I be see, enough. Hey, dude. Actually, I'm, I'm just, I, the thing is, the thing about, you know what I'm saying, the funny thing about Hey, Dude, Hey, Dude should have been on MTV and not Nickelodeon. Hey Dude was a little bit over children's heads back then. That's how I felt about it when that show was on. But I'm pretty sure if I were able to find that show and watch it now, I'd probably be able to more appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, I think Ben Stiller's wife was in that show, Christine Taylor. I think so. Yeah. But yeah, um, what's it called? There are def the girls on Salute Your Shorts. I would say each one of them was pretty cute. I know Andy here had a thing for Venus back then. Hey, don't tell her, man. I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your secret's safe with Danny, right? And of course, the rest of the internet. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she was so someone. Where's everybody? Where's everybody at right now? I'm in. I'm in uh, like Orange County, California. Where are you guys at? Broward County, Florida, baby. Yep, yeah. same here. Broward County, Florida, and okay. The next county. Chad. Yeah, the next county over from where um our boy Henry here was born, right? Henry, you were born in Miami Dade. Yeah, I was born in Miami Dade. But now I'm currently residing in <laughs> Florida. AKA Jacksonville, Florida. This is what I feel is the unspoken rule about Florida. All right? It's either you ain't running shit here. If you ain't running shit here in Florida, head out somewhere else, get your shit together, and come on back. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you fucking up out here, leave. And don't come back to you become somebody. If you're not, you can stay the fuck where you at, talking all that good shit. You know what I mean? But well, everybody's then, always fucking up, like in the most uh, in the most uh, incredible ways in Florida. I mean, the, the most janky stories are coming out of yep, Florida. Yep. What's wrong with Florida? Um, I think we ain't got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> think of all. Think of all. <laughs> I mean, Dan sends me these little these little stories that he gets out of Florida, and he'll he'll yeah. email them to me or whatever. 
I was like some just he sent me one with a guy sitting on top of a light signal shitting on, on shitting on the traffic below. Like, <laughs> hey, how how do you get up on the traffic signal to then shit without someone stopping it? Yeah. yeah I, Florida don't give a fuck about nothing. Alright? Nothing. I don't yeah, know. I got into I, I got into a rollover right, accident and watched like eight people drive by as I'm crawling out of the car. Alright, no one stopped. And like, oh shit, you all right? And blah 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 blah. Nothing like that. The cops today weren't notified until we fucking called them. You know what I'm saying? Like, by the way, shout out to my dog, uh, my dog John. You know, hot keto John, what to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hit you up and see how you've been. I ain't heard from you in a minute. All right. Anyways, how much time do we have left before it cuts out? Before uh, the cutout cuts out after an hour? Um, a half hour. But yeah, at- uh, we're in a uh, half hour. Yeah. Uh, so we have exactly six minutes. So, um, Bryce, did we still lose you? Are you back with us? Fuck, the corona's got him. So, um... Oh, the roadie got him. The rona. Yep, the rona. Coronavirus! Y'all heard that they're... It's um, real! That ah. they, they actually <laughs> stopped selling corona beer because all these idiots are too afraid. What That's just crazy. Yeah, it is. I love it. They think that um that all of a sudden this Mexican beer has turned into a Chinese beer. The name choice is pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, um, in China, I don't even know if they have beer to them. Um, sake is technically a beer because sake is brewed. No, that's Japan. I was going to say, Japan's got Sapporo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They got Kirin, Sapporo. There's got to be a Chinese beer. Uh, it's not one it comes to. I don't really drink Chinese beer. I mean, I had Korean beer. I had a Korean beer called Hite. That shit was all right. Yeah, with Chinese beer now, you'd probably have to wear a mask while drinking it. It comes with a mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, well, this one new joke I started using, I started talking about how um, uh, how Tom Hanks has un- inadvertently reprised his role from Philadelphia. Oh, wait, I got a caller on the line. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a caller on the line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Justin, what it do? Yeah, man, you actually, you actually caught me in the middle of a podcast. Oh, oh sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt everyone. <laughs> Say what's up to everybody. Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? I hope y'all staying safe at home. Stay the fuck home. Stay the middle. That's right. That's right. There you go. Okay, have your snacks ready. Hell yeah. Yep, we've got the great Sam McKinney on here with us. If you oh, grew up in the eighties. I got the bottle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Yo, Justin, I'm going to catch you later, my guy. Sam McKinney's <laughs> now got his own Sam McKinney lookalike. Right. Yeah, Jackson is definitely the. Uh, it looks like the new reboot of Sam McKinney. He's too much for kids. Oh, my goodness. I just, I just finished, uh, like, since 8 o'clock this morning. Oh, About thank you, Brian Neiman, for the follow. Homeschool, man, it's, it's no joke. 
Got a new respect for the teachers. Big up, big ups to all the teachers out there. Woo! Yeah, I know. Um, those poor teachers, just like police officers and firefighters, are overworked and underpaid. Oh, for sure. Yeah, teaching is like a, almost like a borderline um socialist profession here in the U.S. For two hours this morning, my son, who's being homeschooled, basically just went like, I'm not going to do any work, and there's nothing you can take away or do to me to stop me. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that was actually... About two hours. There was just nothing I could do. That was one of my other jokes I used recently about how um, I tell this fictional story about how I was homeschooled growing up and up until the point where I was misbehaving so bad I actually got expelled from school and my ass was out on the street. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because yeah, it's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to... Are the parents going to suspend their children? We can try. We can try. <laughs> yeah. It's a catch-22 as a parent, because it's like, uh, you know, he lost his Xbox to play with after he was done with his school. But then I'm going, now what do I do? Because now I've taken away his Xbox, so he's going to eventually finish his schoolwork, and then what is he going to do? Then I'm still occupying him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> <laughs> All right, let me check the time. Let me check the time really quick. Maybe. All right, we got thirty seconds, dude. So yeah, we're just we're he he's just gonna click off and then restart the recording again since the half hour time is up. So yeah, we'll be right back after this ten second commercial break. <laughs> we're back after All right. that. After that long 15-second break. Oh, man, it felt like forever. Yeah. Look, I grew a beard, you know what I'm saying? Within that time, Stoop Kid finally learned to shit. <laughs> he took a shit in that, in that time, in that break. Yeah. Maybe um somebody from the building above just kept throwing him down toilet paper whenever he needed it, and he would just shit off the, off the stoop. Was that the that would be the punishment for any kids walking by his stoop? Well, it's, uh, stoop is kind of a, it's a very much a, a New York thing. So I mean, it's New York. You could just yeah. sort of piss and shit wherever you feel like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole city already smells like shit. Yeah, New York. Um, good place to visit, but um, yeah, what's it called? I wouldn't want to live there. New York's way too overpriced and way too congested for my taste. You know, it's weird. Every time I'm always felt this about New York, and every time I've gone to New York, I, I feel like there's so many people around. But it's like being like a, this anonymous fish in this giant ocean swimming around. It, it's actually, I find it quite peaceful. Yeah, nobody really gives a shit about what you're doing. Nobody cares about you. Exactly. You're just like sort of just like alone in the midst of this. Like you just, you, know. you literally blend into the crowd and stuff, man. No matter, no matter what you, what you look like, you just blend in. Nobody cares. Well, and also, I would imagine being a public figure like yourself, um, it's harder to be bothered in New York than a lot of other places, since um, 
New York such a mecca for like showbiz and everything? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You go to like somewhere in Buttfuck, Ohio, and and I'm sure everybody there knows you. I'm sure you go into like a local bar in small town Ohio or someplace like that, and uh, well, then again, I'm sure some of those people couldn't afford cable growing up. You just never know. Yeah. What do you mean afford cable? Man, we stole it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have the digital boxes back then. You saw you just you just find a coaxial that's on the side of your house that's not connected to nothing, and then you split it into another coaxial, and then like you know, drill a hole through a wall, run that coaxial through the wall, and then just plug it into the back of your TV. Boom, cable. They didn't need no box or nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then, when I was a kid, then you had the legal black boxes that also got you, like, free pay-per-view, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. We had, we had a black box. That was fun. But, yeah, my uncle had one of those boxes, and, oh, my God, speaking of Nickelodeon, this was the most epic thing in the world when I was about eight or nine years old. It With the box, at least in Massachusetts, at night, channel... 38 was the porno channel and where I grew up channel 38 was Nickelodeon so I was like 8 or 9 at my grandma's I was trying to tune into Snick Saturday night I turn it on and I see these two people having intercourse and I was so confused I thought it was like a bad commercial then my dad walks in yells what are you watching and I go Nickelodeon wow I made a post on Facebook like yo I'm on the phone with Bobby's butt you know what I'm saying and someone goes, free shmurda. Not that, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking for snake and ended up with dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to grab you some water? Sure. All right. Uh. Yeah. So it's bad. So he went from a murderer to a bully? <laughs> yeah. It's funny, I think the the three of us here, all Henry, Zero, and I, we all know a lot more about Bobby Budnick than Bobby himself. Yeah, but let's be honest, like, for him, that's work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's work for him, you know what I'm saying? He's just doing his job, and we appreciate that. So us, you know what I'm saying, these are influential characters that help, like, mold you know, our psyches and kind of who we grew up as as people, like, you know what I'm saying? You get an idea of, you know, of how certain, like, you relate to characters that act the same way that you think you would in the same social situations and shit. And that's always a, that's, that's pretty much one of the, uh, uh, the reasons why, like, shit like Nickelodeon was, like, imperative, like, for its time. Because it's like, hey, you can watch other kids like you on TV and shit. And that's how a lot of trends got started. And that's how a lot of, 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 of like, you know, people's, like, like, childhoods went in, like, particular directions. I mean, like, all, like, the fucking, like, sportsy kids were watching, like, Guts and shit, and, or people that, or people that had way too much, like, time in their hands would want to do some wild and crazy kids type shit. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. That show was the shit, alright? And Danny, you and Michael Bauer were both on an episode of, um, of Nick Arcade where you guys faced against Megan and Heidi, right? 
I believe so. I, yeah, we did we did do an episode. I'm trying to think of who yeah. hung out there. You, Paul, and then Michael Power, then also Heidi and Zizi. Yeah, I remember it was, it was uh, you know, the height of that technology of that era was just us staring. At, it was like it was like a weather person. It was just like this green screen that you went to another screen and then determined your movements based on that. It was it was very probably identical to people doing the weather. <laughs> yeah, and I remember. I, got, I was I was asked to be on there, but I just find it. But yeah, I remember every all the cast was there that during that um episode. I remember the rest of them all came out at the very end after the competition. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. We took a trip to Florida. I'm trying to think of who all uh, went on that trip. It wasn't our full cast. It was Michael. I think Kirk was there, so he might have came out at the end. Yeah, he did. I guess. It was the only time that, uh, you know, we ever visited the sort of Nickelodeon apparatus here in Florida was was we take that show. And we had a couple. I think we did some stuff at at the, uh, I guess it would have been like Universal Studios that had the Nickelodeon as part of it or... Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I think I remember that episode. But yeah, now Nickelodeon Studios is literally like a vacant building at the park. Really? I think it used to belong to the Blue Man Group. Oh, yeah, it, it might still, um, but yeah, it's, like, very, very bland looking. It's, the whole building is, like, just a completely white building with no designs on it now or anything. Maybe. Yeah, it's so depressing. You know how they moved the time castle? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they moved that in front of the, one of the hotels there, Universal. Oh. But yeah, But yeah, um, what's the call? Danny doesn't even remember getting white powder dumped all over him. <laughs> I know, there's, a, there's a picture of it. Yeah. I know, but. Hey, Danny. Alright. Alright. Yeah, he doesn't remember Danny went against the sacred Anawana oath. He didn't share a lifetime of these fondest memories. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s, man. The memories are splotchy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you made that oath, but I guess the weed made you forget all those fond memories. <laughs> you know, Danny had to Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, at least that's... Hey, I can tell you to get away with it. <laughs> so, um, it, there were a few different cast members in the original pilot episode, weren't there? Yeah, it was uh, the only ones that remained from the pilot were uh, Kurt, Michael, and myself. Oh, well, yeah, and... 
I heard that Donkey Lips was supposed to be like the head bully, and that you were supposed to be his sidekick originally. It was always a, I remember the, the casting sessions. There was a lot of flip flopping around between characters and different things like that. But it was fun, man. It worked out. It was good. Actually, I like the new one, not the flip flops and all of that. Because with that, I do remember oh, our, what the fuck we had had on show. <laughs> but well, I like it this way around. It worked a lot better. I think the, the very first episode, the one where Michael arrived at camp, is basically they just redid the pilot. So everything's been basically the same from the pilot. It just has the, uh, you know, probably some added jokes. The whole, the, the storyline and everything was exactly the same. And um, Eric MacArthur. Eric MacArthur is, um, is from Hawaii, and isn't that why? He went back after the first season to be with his family. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I don't know exactly what happened with that deal. Actually, that's actually I do. That is exactly what happened because he wanted to go back and be with his family because he was from Hawaii and so forth like that. Because he really was not really into it, really, because he could tell by some of the way he read his lines or his lines that he was not really into it. Yeah, I'm sure. Me and Eric were uh, were roommates for like two years. That was fun. Yeah, and what's it called? I'm surprised he wasn't really into it, considering he played that role so well. I mean, he came off very well as like the uptight nice guy. <laughs> he is a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He. He's one of the less recognizable ones now. I feel like, though, like, he's one where uh, uh, if I see a picture of him, I'll have to see his name to know who he is. Um, most ones, like, with Venus looks exactly the same, and so does Michael Bauer for the most part. Well, of course Venus looks the same. Black don't crack, baby. Is... Yeah, Venus, I would never guess if I had no idea who she was that she was um that she was in her forties, I would easily think she could pass for like late twenties. We'll take that shit all day. <laughs> hey, I get that all the time, so I can keep that shit up all day as well. <laughs> yeah. Because I had a certain tell me just the other day. Um, because I'm gonna let you know, I know they know this, but I don't know if anybody else knows it. But I'm gay and all of that, and I had a person to tell me, you don't look to be 41, you look to be about 27. But yeah, and for those of you interested, um, Danny now is passing along his acting and talent skills to. Other people, I'm currently still a student of his personal classes. He offers both in the flesh and via Skype, and I'll, I want to let each and every one of you know his classes are great. They're very helpful, and they've truly helped me evolve uh, at my stand-up comedy over the years, and for that, 
I'm forever grateful and will continue to be. Ah, oh, thank you, brother. You're the best, man. You too, man. Um, and yeah, about three years ago, if somebody were to tell me that um that I'd be good friends with Bobby Budnick right now and be communicating with him and the awful waffle kid, I would have been like, oh, oh man, I wish. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan cracks me up every, every, every week, man. You've you got, you got, Dan's, Dan's out there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My humor's got sort of an outlandish twist to it. Your jokes have got some teeth, man. Yeah. Like yeah, I know. Well, and the way I see comedy is it's not enough to push the limits. It, it, it if, pushing the limits doesn't make sense. Like, there's a few comics, local comics down here, who are complete shock comics, like, super politically incorrect, but they're not, like, funny or clever about it. They're, they basically just think, okay, what's the absolute worst thing I could say without pretty much thought into it? So, yeah, I feel like it takes skill to actually take a very dark topic and turn it into something artistic the way, like, Richard Pryor did. Yeah, I mean, it becomes a matter of uh, social commentary. It's like you meet the light sort of with the, you know, the light with the dark, and, and it makes an impact. It's good stuff. And you guys came with also with dark. Wow. Yeah. And do you teach music lessons, too? Because I know that... For those of you interested, Danny was part of a band as well called Bad for Good. Yeah. Metal in the 90s. Yep, metal in the 90s, back when it was metal. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the uh, you know, metal is going to be in the 90s after Nirvana. Yeah. We did it anyway. <laughs> well, the... Nirvana, what's it called? Is is U two considered metal or hard rock? Nirvana, Nirvana was uh, you know, he was, that was alternative, I guess. Sort of, you know, Nirvana is technically like grunge. I mean, Nirvana is like definitive, like grunts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, it started grunge, but I mean, let's be honest, it was it was basically like punk rock. It was alternative. It was the yeah. Big yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, Yeah, even as a kid, I remember having a feeling that you must be a real guitarist because of that episode with the celebrity kid who came to camp, that part where you tell him you're going to play some music and then you start jamming out on your guitar really loud. <laughs> You know, I, I have to look back. I, I feel like I feel like most of that stuff was sort of dubbed over. I don't know that they had the. I don't ever remember. Like, yeah, I think it was sort of dubbed over. Yeah, but it, I don't know. I have, I have to see it. Yeah, but I would imagine it to be dubbed over. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to show you the scene somehow. <laughs> yeah, even if it's terrible. Um, it, 
Yeah, I really wish that they had a way to watch the episodes in good quality, because, yeah, on YouTube, it, the quality is so bad that it's just, like, really unwatchable. It's like, it's like they got, like, the oldest, like, cheapest, like, they found, like, an old, cheap VHS tape that they taped off the TV, and I had no idea what they were doing when they were trying to, like, convert that over. Okay, speaking about well, stuff off the YouTube, uh, Dan, you know this person as well that I was about to speak of, Matt Snyder. Uh, he actually sent me some video clips of the shorts on YouTube, um, but they're through his TV, and they, they were very clear. And I just wonder who had those up so we can actually. I don't, personally, I can do the download of them. I don't, I don't know that they were probably necessarily put into, like, a digital format. I don't know. Yeah, and not only can, can you barely see the picture, but um, the sound quality is so bad, you literally all sound like really squeaky chipmunks. Well, that's, we, were, we were, like, you know, in our team, so that we probably actually sounded like that then. Oh yeah, it's like this. Yeah, it's hilarious. The um the theme song for all the episodes online sounds like the Alvin and the Chipmunks version of it. <laughs> so it's, okay, who remembers the theme song now? <laughs> oh God, I'm sure y'all heard it millions of times. <laughs> but yeah, there's no denying that Danny had the absolute most iconic line. Hey, you don't need to go down that uh, that that street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going down that street makes him want to fart. <laughs> yeah. I think Kirk said it a bit more intimidatingly. <laughs> yeah, Kirk. Um. He's one that he he was also a good character actor. I think with him and a couple of the others, they might have gotten a bit too typecasted afterwards because they were way too noticeable in those roles. Kirk was fantastic. He was he was so funny. Yeah, he was. Oh, God, yeah. He Did he have a stunt yeah. double for certain scenes, like where he'd really hurt himself? No, he would just hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys That's did a job on him. Yeah, at least he helped um, Henry unglue his hand from his head. Someone has to help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone has to. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was always surprised that they actually let Ugg drive like a 15 passenger van, considering what a reckless klutz he was. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, then again, living in South Florida, you find those drivers every like 30 seconds on the road. We've Don't got some of the worst. Don't get me started on yeah. these Florida drivers. And like, I saw a picture the other day. Like, it was, just, it was like the streets were completely deserted. But someone just happened to re enter the person in front of them. Right? 
Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's every city. Every city thinks they have the worst driver. But yeah, here they want they almost never signal while turning so literally out of the blue while you're going like 50 miles per hour behind them they'll just come to like a complete stop with no signal and and, and then turn <laughs> yeah I, you think my mouth is dirty on stage you should hear my mouth when I'm behind the wheel in the car by myself yeah, if you heard me when I'm in the car by myself yelling at cars, I think you would probably have me committed. I have, like, the dirtiest mouth. I'm like, get fucking moving! I hate fucking slow pokes! Huh. Hey, you might want to check the podcast recording. <laughs> but yeah, so, Henry, how long did you live down here in South Florida? I have lived there for about two years of my life after I got back. How are we on time? Uh, we're at 22 minutes and 45 seconds. Alrighty. But yeah, so uh, do you remember living here? I don't because I was like 78, 79, and a little bit of 80 years. True. Yeah, um, and Danny, you were born in Oklahoma, right? Did we lose you, Danny? Oh, no, really, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's uh, so good. Uh, uh, I, was, uh, I was born in uh, Oklahoma, and I lived there till like, uh, well, from, I, I came to California in, like, 84, and then uh, started different strokes, and so for the next two or three years, I sort of went back and forth, and then by, like, 80, you know, 86, 85, 86, I was uh, pretty much permanently out. But my first year, I lived in a hotel. Oh, shit. Hey, yeah, Danny. You know how many different players come from Oklahoma? And you know, look like no cure to me to run in one category. <laughs> there you go. I've heard that one. Yeah, I've heard that one. Take on your little full metal jacket. That's right. I think it was for Texas. It was Texas, though. It's true for Texas, not true for Oklahoma. And when but, you, you know what they did about Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> and when you um moved, you moved to the L.A. city limits, right? This was long before you moved to Orange County? Yeah, yeah. I didn't come down here until, like, 2011. So I, I spent my time, most of my life, I've been up in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I've never actually been. I keep wanting to make it out there to try my luck with the comedy. Um, but yeah, I know that it's a city where I would probably hate being stuck in traffic. You know what? There's either one way you're going to go. It's either going to make you crazy road rage person, or you're just going to, like, chill the hell out and go, like, I'll get there when I get there. I'm either going to be early or I'm going to be late. That's It's one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the traffic moves at the same pace as like a California timing pace. Some um, the traffic moves at three hours behind. <laughs> it's crazy, but it is what it is. Man. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. 
exactly. You can make lemonade out of lemons, or you can squeeze Corona in the lemons and die from shit, or... <laughs> yeah, are people afraid to eat produce now because of, um, because of the virus? Since I know produce is eat can more easily get affected. I don't know. I mean, personally, the thing is, I'm not worried about produce because when I, the few times I do buy produce, like I'm fat. I don't really eat fucking vegetables all the time or whatever. I go, I'm not gonna go ahead and act like you know, I'm some bullshit. But if I do buy produce, I wash my produce before I like cook with it. I mean, like before I use it, I don't just like take it out the bag and throw it right in the pot. I mean, you gotta wash the shit. Exactly. You gotta wash everything. Exactly. But yeah, um, what's so yeah? I think that back in the day, it would be a bit more alarming. Wondering if our friends were still alive. Yeah, like you said, we would have to actually call, and because before caller ID, imagine what it would have been like with this. Because you would never know if you were getting a call from a doctor or not, telling you the bad news. Yeah, or, or even worse, if it was before call or call waiting, then uh, what are you going to do? You're just going to get a busy signal every time you call somebody. Yep. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, Remember how with AOL, the more people who were logged on at a time, the slower it went? Yeah, you know what I, you know what I call AOL? Almost online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Used to call it... That would be uh, the best you could get back then, though. Yeah, oh my god, it was the Like I say in one of my yeah, jokes... If you wanted to see naked pictures of people, you would have to be patient. Wait, like, 45 minutes for one picture to load. And, and with the... Yeah, with videos, they would charge you to watch any video, even, like, a five-minute video. All of us who were broke back then had to settle for the free sample clips. Exactly. I don't remember video at all. Um, I only knew... On the internet? In the 90s? Yeah. Late 90s, but for the most part, it was uh, still still images took long enough, much less anything else. Uh, Everything was AOL that you know, say dial-up modems and shit. I mean, like, oh my gosh! And then that's when broadband was starting to come around, and that's when the whole game changed. You know? CN forty-five seconds. He's gonna have to start the recording process again. Um, you guys want to do another round? Uh, I think we should probably like uh, wrap it up. 
Uh, you know, like just sort of tie tie up everything and uh, and and sign off. All right, so yeah, I, I guess we'll yeah we'll do. You want to say like another five minutes or so? Yeah. All right, so yeah, start the re. All right, all right. So uh, okay, we'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right, you watchers, stay tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We're back. Round three, baby. We haven't snuck out of camp just yet. No, nah, man. Get got by Zeke the plumber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zeke the plumber's just a counselor in a mask, as yeah. Danny says. <laughs> yeah. Well, with Corona. What do you mean you smell my fear? You don't have a nose. Oh yeah. <laughs> Zeke the Plumber would be even more scary now with the coronavirus going on. If he plunged your face, I'm sure you'd get the virus. That's bad. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, you wake up from a dream with him, and people are like, and people are like, what happened to you? Oh, last night in my sleep, some plunger gave me the coronavirus. Yeah. But yeah, that was the episode where you and Donkey Lips stopped being friends all because you flipped out on him for bringing you the wrong potato chips. He was supposed to bring you ruffles, and he brought you non-ruffled chips. Really? God, that's a bitch move. Now, yeah. my favorite episode was when when Budnick was trying to get it in with Dina. And I don't know, Dina, no, no, wait, wait, wait. It was... yeah. And then everybody was spying on him and shit. And like, yo, this can't be going on. Like, what is going on? And then they were they were spying on him. Like, all right, you see what's happening. He'll whisper to somebody. They run to the next guy. The guy's doing the flags. You know what I'm saying? Other guy will read the flags and then like and then like tell the next guy. And the next guy will be on a loudspeaker telling the whole camp and shit. And then the guy they're trying to see what's going on next. And then they move the camera. And then then you see if you see fucking Bobby Budnick with that death stare. Looking straight into that mirror, and <laughs> and that oh shit moment, and everybody fucking cleared it. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious, man. That was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that the was show, the man. only part two, a two-parter episode in the show. Yo, if I can find if I can if I, if I can find those episodes, I will splice that into like my like video recording of all this. I mean, but yeah, I have zero, I have zero recollection of any of that. Season two, episode six. That was the song you sang in the um, cafeteria in that scene. Oh, episode six, yeah. not episode seven. Yeah, I remember that song, the one that said, like, had the punchline, give me a sign or something. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, on I daily motion right yeah, now trying to, trying to find that to, scene. <laughs> trying, to, trying, to sing, trying to sing along to it or rap along to it or whatever it was, and it was just, it was this. <laughs> Yeah, inaudible, inaudible thing going on in my ear that nobody else could hear. Wow. 
and you two were the only ones in that episode who didn't and injure yourselves and have to walk around in crutches. <laughs> Everybody else kept getting hurt in that episode. <laughs> I, do, I do remember something about people in, about a bunch of people in crutches, but I can't remember what the premise was. They basically kept like tripping over a rake and hurting and injuring ah. themselves. That makes sense. Yeah. That'll happen. That'll happen. That's not far-fetched. Exactly. Sponge and Ugg injure themselves by literally running into each other accidentally. That makes sense. Yeah. Especially since Sponge was... There's a lot of residents on that show. Yes. But yeah, what's it called? I think one of the few moments that legitimately disturbed me a bit as a kid, was at towards the end of the Cursed Skull episode where, um, what's it called, you guys try cutting a hair out of Ugg's nose and you accidentally cut his nose a bit, and then late, later at the end of that episode, you and the other three guys all had bandages on your nose, implying that Ugg did the exact same thing to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I remember... That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember being a bit disturbed by that, the image of the authoritative figure using a deadly weapon and doing harm to four of his underage campers. <laughs> oh, you're reminds me of that there is a line that you said on one of those episodes, which I still which I actually still say to this day. Because people are like, Andy, why don't you want to go swim in the lake? Because fish fart in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was, oh that was the one where you got all that white powdery stump, stuff dumped all over you. I guess they had to keep you awake somehow. They threw a bunch of coke all over you. <laughs> it was the 90s. Yeah, they're like, we ain't letting you fall asleep through this scene. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He also threw a giant book at Ugg's head, at Kirk's head in that episode. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Yeah, it hurt enough to make dramatically, that we dramatically saw him fall to the ground in slow motion. <laughs> I, I bet. I bet there was some physical dramatics. Yeah. But yeah, he was amazing. He and um, Michael were the two biggest comic reliefs. But yeah, they were sort of different in their comic relief. Like um, Michael Bauer was more one-liners. Ugg was more like slapstick. His was more like physical humor. Yeah. So, like, um, I guess before we go, uh, Henry, is there anything you'd like to tell your fans about um, what, where you are now and what you're... So, well, I'll just tack that on. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, we accidentally lost the last five minutes, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Great, once again... We're well, gonna... you know what I could do is I could make an audio file of, like... This is like this entire video and send that to you, and you can upload that. Yeah, so it's just one big file. So I guess um, we'll. Actually, uh, wait, I had an interruption too. Fuck. 
<laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, guys, my, my equipment is not uh, 100% right now. So, it's all right. Just go ahead and uh, start, like, start your wrap up. But yeah, um, so Henry, um, is there anything you'd like to tell your fans or tell the public about what your future goals are and what you plan to do? do that one more time. I wish you know what let me pull these up on the stream so people can actually see what you're talking about here. Uh because you know we always love to help you know promote people and all that stuff man. And right. <laughs> so Danny what are your future in your future plans um besides the continuing with the classes and stuff? Yeah, I'm still doing my classes, and uh, let's see, right now, my future plans are probably a nap. I'm going to do a nap today, and uh, and then I'm going to do some dinner, and then I'm going to take a prolonged nap later on. Sounds like paradise to me. Um, I know, really, it does sound nice, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. The, the older you, we took so much for granted as little kids how great naps are. We dreaded taking right? them back then, and now... We're like, oh man, that's the thing I miss most about being a kid, being being able to take a nap without somebody calling me lazy. All right, so we pulled it up on the gotcha IG here, awful waffle kid here. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is this moment right here, the day man. Yeah. So um. Uh, so you, you still go to a bunch of conventions and stuff too, like Comic Cons, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still sort of out and about. When they open civilization back up, I'll be around. Uh, I, think I'm, I think I have one at a rescheduled one to Oklahoma City. And uh, gosh, I'm trying to, uh, who knows what's going on? Everything's sort of been turned upside down. So uh, keep an eye out. I'm on all of the social media. Yeah. yeah. Stuff just as my name, Danny Cookie. That's me. <laughs> and again, those of you out there who are, who are interested in taking the courses, I would highly recommend them. They're very helpful, and this guy has very much helped further my comedy career in the past year and a half. It's been fun stuff, man. I enjoy it. Me too. I would never get as far as past years I did if not for your mentoring. It's all you, baby. It's all you. It, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what you got to do, my guy. You know what I'm exactly. Found that boy. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that was fate that as a 90s Nickelodeon fanatic out of all the 90s stars I could have met back then, um, I literally ended up connecting with my favorite. You Salute Your Shorts takes the cake as my favorite and Budnick was always my favorite. Yep, same here. Uh, thank you. We, we appreciate it. Yeah. And of course, Henry yeah, had sure Henry had arguably one of the most iconic scenes in the whole show. I mean, everybody remembers the awful, awful scene. Everyone you. remembers awful, awful. Everyone threatens to get the awful, yeah. awful. 
<laughs> so before we go, I guess we'll also ask um, my man Zero here. Zero, is there any info you'd like to give our special guests about your upcoming projects? All right. So, uh, so you know, as I briefly mentioned before, you know, obviously if you're watching this, uh, you're already here. So thanks for being here. But uh, yeah, so I have my uh, I have a Twitch page, AFZ six seven six seven. Alpha Foxtrot Zulus, number six, number seven, number six, number seven. On Twitch, I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. My Twitter's not safe for work. Just say uh, <laughs> I got a like page under that name and uh, a YouTube channel, and I got like skits and uh, and the I guess where I keep all my raw streams from uh, that. And then I recut a lot of those uh, a lot of those videos and I re and I upload those to Twitch uh, and uh, YouTube. On top of that, skits, jokes, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, just you know, it's all around. It's an all around channel. You know what I'm saying? Try to keep everything fun and funny. So, um, yeah, man, just doing the damn thing. So feel free to peep me out. Like I said, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, uh, and Facebook. AFC six seven six seven. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> Well, this has been a great another episode. And also, waffle. I sent you a I sent you a follow, man. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great another episode of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds, yeah. and we can't thank either of you enough for yeah for spending, <laughs> taking the time and energy to join us for this very special episode. Particularly, we're getting touched. Yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it. Exactly. <laughs> so until next time, yeah. signing off, and um, we shall return in the near future. Yeah, all right. As for uh, my end here, you know what I'm saying? You know how I do out here, baby. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We out this month. <laughs> yeah, and good luck with the coronavirus, y'all. Good luck with blood. Stay safe, man. Even though the virus is probably not half as painful as listening to my jokes. Signing off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you too. And if you want, um, let me know if you want me to cash app you. <laughs> <laughs>